0: Hello and welcome back to Ads for Success podcast number 14. Hello and welcome to Ads for Success podcast with me, Amanda Perry, agency owner, e-com coach, small business cheerleader and Facebook ads super geek. This podcast is full of real-life advice from pulling back the curtains on my agency, seeing firsthand what's working right now in the world of ads. I'll be bringing you interviews from e-com brands that are smashing it right now and hearing from the brains behind them how you can too. Full of practical advice, actionable tips, and straight-talking, no-nonsense help to improve your e-com store, your bottom line, and just maybe your life stick around and let me show you how. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher or wherever you find your podcasts and if you enjoy the episode please do leave a review as it helps others find us. Thanks for listening and now on with the show. Welcome back to Ads for Success podcast with me, Amanda Perry. I'm absolutely thrilled this week to be joined by Ella Rowan Prestas from Fitbakes. Ella, welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. Love being here. Yeah. Did I get your surname you right? Did that was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Fab. Do you want to um, tell everyone a bit about yourself? Do do your little intro? Yeah. So, uh, well, I'm Ella.
1: I started Fitbakes two years ago from my kitchen table and while I was having a full-time job, which is, I think, as a lot of us start the business. And so there was a lot of like running around um, between lunch times or at night. And uh, Fitbakes makes low-sugar, high-protein cakes. And two years later, we are stocked in, um, well, we sell online, which is our biggest business. Uh, and we are also stocked in um, some major retailers like Selfridges, Muscle Foods, and we are launching in Co-op mid-counties in the next month. It's a bit delayed, should be the next wow. month, and
0: Sensory is in January. <gasps> That's fantastic! January, January is going to be a huge month uh, for you, so. isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Wow. OK. So so to just go back over the product, it's individually packaged, um, high protein, low sugar cakes that are aimed at the kind of fitness gym market. But I guess anyone who's just trying to reduce their sugar, but still wants that that treat. Yeah. So we have. A, yeah.
1: So they're low sugar, high protein cakes. They're cakes. Do We call cake snacks because they're like they're, they're like a little pack with four cake bites. Mm. And uh, the idea is to give you a snack on the go. And uh, yeah, they are yeah. Aimed, we have majorly uh, three large uh, groups of clients. So definitely the gym goers or anybody that wants to reduce sugar or that is, you know, that is, is uh, worried about this, uh, uh, the nutrition of what they're eating, but still want to have something, yeah. something indulgent. Uh, and that goes, when I say gym goers, that goes from somebody that goes to the gym once a week because that's all they have time for. Lots of moms and stuff, and um, and then uh, high level athletes as well. We have that. Then, on, as a second yeah. group, we have uh, what we call the slimmers. So those uh, ladies, are specifically mm-hmm. on uh, I say ladies because it's mostly ladies, but of course it doesn't exclude men. But it's yeah. um, on uh, Weight Watchers and Slimming World. We're very popular. Yeah, very oh, okay. popular. These groups that has helped us a lot because they're very you can target them on social media i'm sure you yeah so uh, yeah, yeah so really, that's the second yeah. group and the third group is uh, diabetics we have a very large oh. diabetics audience uh diabetes type one and two and because they found out that our we, we cannot officially claim the diabetic friendly because we're not doctors and there is no such certification but uh what we can say is that we have a very large base of diabetics clients and if a diabetics coach coaches that they 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 coach how they teach how people how to eat so we have that as well.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. That's great. That's great having those three target markets isn't it because I think the fitness industry and the nutrition kind of food and supplements and fit pros and that it's so saturated isn't it so I guess to have and I know there's there's plenty of room in there for for good products like yours but to have those three kind of legs to the business is really handy isn't it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: And we th- I th- we think also that uh, if you are not if you are only restricted to the super fitness uh, um, market, like let's say a supplement or something, you might end up being seen as very technical product. Yes. So that we believe there is a limited growth for that. It's, it's going to be harder to put like something like that like in a supermarket because you're not uh, aiming for the major pro- population because there's no major population. It's not like that. So exactly, you, you can yeah. offer the, 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 the major population something that is uh, healthy and still indulgent and it still looks like a cake. It's not a bar, it's not a protein bar, this is a cake. No, no, it's yeah. a treat, so yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, So that's that's what we're going for.
0: That's so interesting. We I often have this conversation with people who have products that are um, like vegan friendly or vegan about, do do we say that it's a vegan product? Because to me, if I see a product that's vegan, subconsciously somewhere in there I think oh that's not for me that's a vegan product so I think that's really clever what you've done there about not making it for you know, just for the fitness market and the packaging, look—it just looks like a cake, yeah. doesn't it? It yeah. looks like a delicious cake yeah. packaging. It's not, you know, like as you say, like technical packaging with a a silhouette of a you know man boxing yeah. or something like that. No, yeah, definitely.
1: We, we had a our first our previous packaging used to have in the front a lot of information which we are very proud of. Something like uh, only one gram of sugar the whole pack or uh, 10 grams of protein or this and that which is great but what we found out is that 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 works very well with people that that have this knowledge like the super gym people but again general population looks at something like okay well 10 grams of protein is that a lot that a little should i have that you know so it doesn't really matter so uh, well we, we took all this technical information to the back of the pack uh, Where well, it has to be there anyway, and in the front we just wrote low sugar, high protein, thirty-seven calories. End of story simple
0: Yeah, and I guess that's a learning for you. in your particular situation. That's the difference between selling online and selling on a, yeah. a, a shop shelf, isn't it? You know, having that that different approach to it. If someone's bought it online, then you can you could probably get away with putting yeah. that information on the front. But on the shop shelf, you want it to be you want it to still look delicious, don't you? Yeah, that was exactly why we did the change because when people go when you, when you
1: shop on they shop online. You Can explain a lot of stuff on your website. Yeah. You have influencers talking for you, you have posts, you have you can actually explain your product to yeah. people when you're in the shelf. Your packaging has to be self explanatory, yeah. So, yeah. and apparently, researchers say that people take three to five seconds to at between looking at the packaging and deciding if they're going to buy it or not.
0: Yeah, I can believe that. I'm a I'm a terrible um well I don't know if it's terrible because it's not a conscious thing, but I um when I analyse the reasons that I buy something, it's it's down to branding and packaging, you know? Because you don't, <laughs> you don't, like that. You don't know what's inside the product, do you? The branding we are and all packaging. like that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Three to five seconds, I think. But sometimes I'll see new products out and I think who designed that like what's strange some products just look really strange on they the do. show don't they, they because... do. and
1: apparently in the, in the chill in the chill dial of a supermarket it's even less because it's cold so people don't want to like hang oh, around yeah. there. yeah
0: yeah it's so interesting that psychology and as you say that difference between online and in store and if you're a brand like you and like Millions of others out there who are trying to do both and maybe trying to do both on a shoestring, you know, whether you've had investment or haven't had investment, it's that that's something you have to consider, isn't it, because it's probably a cost that a lot of people wouldn't anticipate.
1: yeah, you have you have to to remember that. The other is, of course, we changed our packaging because we wanted to get away from plastic, but well, that was just you know one of the reasons. but yeah, yeah, you have you have to I think your packaging has to speak to to the channel that you're going for. So yeah. when we, we talked with our designers to do the packaging that, is, that, was, that we launched online first, the brief was exactly this, was like, we want, they said well, where do you see your product? My answer was like, on Instagram. And
0: they're like what? Well, yeah. I've never had that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well that that brings me really neatly onto my next question which is well I guess I guess the the sort of umbrella question is you've had such dramatic growth um in these two years, it's been absolutely huge. So, what do you um, attribute that to? Where do you see? I know there's always a number of strategies, but what have you found to be the most successful for uh, you?
1: Definitely a number of tools, but I think the main one that uh, that started the, the whole thing, that catapulted us up, was the work with influencers. Definitely, mm-hmm. we decided to do that mm-hmm. from the beginning. It yeah. was a strategy from what, what, because it was just. It was a strategy that worked very well with our products, so I think influencers was a uh, were a, uh, they still are they still are like uh, responsible for I think the largest growth of that the company had. There was that it's very hard to to put your finger on exactly what how much because yeah. how you have to measure that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we see we see the difference in in sales or website access or this kind of, any kind of hit on the website or, or, or social media when influencers are uh, working or not, we can measure that. So that was definitely the biggest mm. tool for us.
0: And how do you measure that? Do, you, do How do you work with them? Do they have codes that you can see which ones are working or is it just down to who gets the most engagement and comments and stuff? So we have a... Uh, um, Two kinds. One uh,
1: is a uh, so the way we work is we have now on our database around mm. a thousand influencers, maybe a bit more. Wow! Yeah, that we have wow. worked over uh, over the last two years. And what we do is we just contact them uh, in a very simple, direct way. We we find mm. them on a, on the on social media. Um, it's it's literally a manual work. It, it's manually mm. looking for them. And we established some criteria that we want, what, what do we want in this, in these people? Um, and then once they fit the criteria, we contact them, we message them, literally just saying, uh, uh, hi, very nice, uh, nice page. Uh, we are, um, we are looking for people interested in, uh, nutritious, nutrition and health and fitness like you to review our low sugar, high protein cakes. Would you like to be one of our Instagram reviewers? So they they already know how it works because already yeah. contact. they already they know. So they said, yeah. most, 99% of the time, they'll say, Yes, we'd love to. Great, we sent a sample and they post. What we measure is mm-hmm. engagement. I don't give them codes. I give, We measure engagement okay. in the post and we measure hits on an activity on the website in the half an hour after they post it after the yeah. post clever it's very, man- clever. It's very manual well, i wish there was something that i could do like automatic but yeah. uh yeah there is that some do stories some do uh, posts we used to think it was better when uh we used to when uh, they did posts than stories but now stories are more important than posts so yeah. yeah so now i think it's the same it's about the engagement they get on that comments uh not only likes, but uh, the comments are very important as well and uh, questions and yeah, yeah. stuff. So, uh, and then, so what we do is after that, we classify them depending on the level of engagement they had on one, two, or three. So, if you were, yeah. uh, if, you, if you had a poor engagement, you were classified as, uh, as one. If you, were, if you were average, like maybe it's worth talking to you again in the future, we go to two. And then if you did really well, you are number three so uh that means the three that means i'm probably going to be contacting them again in three four months to send another sample and uh now if no that's the first big database of influence that we have now the if somebody is just like amazing in engagement it's just like beyond everybody else and that happens once in a while you know we don't have many of those but just some the have that yeah then we invite them to be ambassadors then what happens is they get a code uh oh we, we still we don't pay anybody we just send samples but we if you get to be sure ambassador you get a your exclusive code and you get a sample of feedbacks every month
0: yeah so we don't pay anybody. oh great yeah. and they and they get a code that works like on a on an affiliate kind of basis yeah Basically, yeah. like
1: we don't pay them in money, but we pay them in cake. So, <laughs> got you. <yeah. laughs>
0: nice. I'd <I'll> be <laughs> paid in cake. Yeah. So, so, just quickly going back to the first point about so, when you first send it out, yeah. have you tried using like bit.ly links so that you can track the clicks, or don't they have a link? Do they just link to your pro? They just tag you and people come through your profile.
1: Yeah. That's so we, we, they just tag right. me and, and people come to my profile. That's what, okay. Always the main, yeah. yeah
0: interesting yeah. it's it's interesting to me that you are so i know this from speaking to you before but you're so you you really really measure this stuff don't you yeah. like you like, as we've just heard <laughs> Yeah, but as we've just heard, but I speak to so many people who say, oh, you know, bloody influencers, they just like, well, you know, they're just blaggers, they just want this and just want that, but but you're living proof that done the right way, it's a, it's a really, really effective form of marketing. Yes,
1: it absolutely is. I, I, what I, when people say that, the first thing I ask in, in a five-minute conversation with anybody like that, you can identify, and it usually comes down to which kind of influence that they went after. You know, you have yeah. you have to get to get the right ones. So the criteria yeah. to choose these people have to be right. And of course, we didn't get it all right in the, at first. You know, it took us a while. Yeah. So what we do, the criteria that we have today is that we look for people over ten. They have over ten thousand followers. We check mm-hmm. their followers. There are uh, tools online that you can check uh, if they're not yeah. fake or this or not all from. I don't know. Tunisia or something like that, <laughs> you know, because yeah, we have yeah. followers. We also uh, look for over 100 likes slash comments per post. Yes, they need okay. to have that. So that's consistent with a good influence that has a good engagement of 10,000 followers. And uh, obviously they have to be in the age group. We look for females mostly because that's our audience most of it. And so yeah. women between uh, 25 and 44, and they, are, they have pages that reference something regarding health and fitness. Because if, if, you yeah. are, if you have all that, but your page is about fashion, that's not really for us. So No, exactly. Yeah. And we have <laughs> but... some uh, red flags as well. Like we don't uh, engage with people, with women that are uh, very, very thin, like extremely thin. Because yeah. it's yeah. not, nothing is that. It's just that it's not what we are selling. We are selling those. No, it's it's a healthy. We are, it's, selling,
0: it's healthy. Yeah. We are yeah. selling have a cake. Yeah.
1: You can have a. You can have your cake and eat it. That's what we are selling. You know, you can your food You know, you might not. Have, and also, we don't engage. Like if you we check around it, if you see those people that do a, some of those, um, uh, if they've done campaigns for brands that promote, like let's say teas or or you know, we just avoid those as well
0: yeah I don't blame. I think that's really clever and coming back to the point about people who say it doesn't work, I think everything you're telling us today really goes to prove that it's just, and I have this conversation with ad, about ads all the time, but for influencers, it's not just down to them. Like, you have to put the work yeah. in as well, don't you? And you have to understand why, why you want to work with them, what you need from them, what their part to play is, what your part to play is, and, and also what the follow-up is. Like you say about, you know, this ranking system, that's such a great idea, otherwise... What's the point yeah. in, you know, if you're not going to get something from it, what's the point in kind of investing time? Yeah,
1: no, exactly. And if you have somebody amazing, mm-hmm. you want to make sure you know that. And then because let's say you send to five people and then like you get yeah. some sales, like where did that sales yeah. come from? who do i contact again? no you know, that's, so, that's
0: yeah. absolutely brilliant i knew you'd done a lot with influencers and i was hoping that's what we were going to talk to about today because i know you have um a really great strategy and i know you're in my group and you've talked about how your kind of your funnel strategy works which i just find fascinating and the fact that you've I I don't I was going to say you've kind of developed this yourself, but you've developed it through trial and error, haven't you? That the the thing that works for you is oh, totally, influencers totally. drive your traffic, don't they? And then and then you use ads just to retarget that traffic.
1: Yeah, yeah. Our targets, most of our targets are retargeting. Uh, we have a uh, we don't have a an eighty twenty division on the on the like eight, no. being eight, like, we don't have 18 on top of funnel targets and 20 every target we have like right now right. we have almost 50 50 because because the targets are, because the traffic already comes from the influencers. and the other thing is that i find that's very measurable is the conversion uh rate of our website um is very high compared to uh, we have five percent conversion yeah, really rate. yeah it's very high so uh when uh and we found out like i say, there were a couple of uh weeks that for some for, for a couple of reasons we had like a uh some uh production backlog so we couldn't we, we couldn't like we didn't have spare samples to send to influencers we were we were like just mm. fulfilling orders and so we spent like two or three weeks without sending samples to influencers and that like recently and the conversion uh, rate of the website when wow. So you
0: notice it that quickly if you just stop sending for a couple of weeks. Definitely. Wow. That's fascinating, yeah. isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was very visible. I I, I love like real yeah. measurements and real numbers I was, like, and, then, and then we started to send it to e again and the, the, it's not back to 5 yet but we are like now I think we are That's like four, 4.6 yeah. and what's already? your return customer yeah.
0: rate do you have how much emphasis do you place on like lifetime value and return customer and that kind of thing we have I don't I yeah. haven't checked
1: this lately because we changed our whole product uh, in the last week in the last sorry in the last month so it's a bit uh, yeah. it's, it's quite high um, Don't worry,
0: I it's think. not. I want I want to say thirty yeah. percent, but I'm no, not that, sure. That is quite high. Yeah, it's not something yeah. that all companies measure. It sounds yeah. like you're very, you know, kind of drive driving traffic from the front end and then retargeting them for that sale. Which you know that that works for you. It sounds like you've got a very sure. yeah. yeah. We we had we had thirty
1: percent in the past mm. for sure. I remember that. But the thing is that now we changed our packaging in the first of September. So the the product we changed some flavors as well. So it's a bit we have a lot of returning customers, of course, but it's a bit difficult to measure because the product yeah. is a bit different. So uh, we don't want to like uh, consider. I, so I haven't yeah. I haven't measured it
0: yet. I haven't no, talked interesting. It yet. Okay. Yeah. So just going back to the influencer thing, I know a lot of people that I speak to um, have this really strange sort of fear about approaching influencers and think I don't know what I have to do I don't know how formal it has to be is there a contract involved do I have to write to their agents (laughs) or you know who what numbers should (laughs) I look for and you've you've covered that and you've covered your approach but what advice would you give to people who who want to start using this strategy but have like either fear of rejection or you know just just those niggles that are stopping them from contacting anyone I think, uh,
1: well, we it's it's a tough world. We will yeah. all get rejected, yeah. so that will happen. You know, if you're going, if are on social media, you have to have a tough skin because uh, the same way that something good is going to spread fast and something bad yeah. will spread fast as well. So you will, you may get a no. Yeah. So what? You know, so what? But on the other hand, think about it. You're literally offering yeah. free products. Why, if you if you're offering the free products to the right person, why won't they not want it? So what I would say is. First of all, you have to remember that influencers, they in, theirs on their side, uh, they are that's all, all they have is literally the mm-hmm. influence. So I heard the other day somebody saying, well, "Oh, you know, I've been offering products to influencers, and they they took the product and disappeared." But it might be because my website is not ready. It's like, look, if you're only, <laughs> if you are an influencer, you receive a product, would you promote it? And if if you go on the company's website and yeah, it's not even there, there's nothing
0: to push I people didn't... to, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. it's like, it sounds a bit dodgy. Yeah. I'm not going to put my name exactly. on the line to promote your Exactly, their, their value so, is their
0: audience, isn't it? Their, their audience is exactly. loyalty. Yeah, you can't, yeah exactly. yeah.
1: exactly, so you have to make sure, first of all, you treat them like, you know, like you understand that. The other thing is, uh, don't go for massive influences because if somebody has like 100, 200, 500,000 followers, they're probably going to want to charge mm-hmm. you some money to start, and they should because their they have the audience yeah. there. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so it's their job, it's a business yeah. already. But if you what what I our strategy was always like you don't have to try to talk to Beyonce. <laughs> you have to find who is your local Beyonce yeah. and talk to yeah. her. You know? Real people that have real following, that would love to receive, you know, a free pack of cake. They would be all yeah. at that. They would say, Okay, amazing and they will post with pride, yeah. you know, and they and their followers follow them for real. Mm. It's not like, you know, so it's a, we have a, I have a very interesting story to tell about this. It's about, uh, we have a, a, we had somebody from Love Island yeah. contact us, uh, a couple actually already, because I mean, the thing is that now we started to talk to influencers when they had 10,000 followers, 10, 20, 30. And some of these girls now, they are now 500,000 yeah, followers.
0: exactly. I was going to say that if you get them in the beginning, they stay loyal, don't yeah. they? Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. So and they still they still do it for us for free mm-hmm. because we we believed in them from the beginning. So what happened is we started showing up in very big influencers' pages, and so we got contacted by a couple of people from Love Island. Say, oh, we'd love to have your cake said, Well, why not? Of course, <laughs> you know, send it to you. Now, yeah. right now, Love Islander with over a million followers, right? I was expecting a blast of engagement from that person. Yeah. And on the same uh, two two or three days later. uh so that person posted. Engagement was like eh, the engagement was alright because the engagement is always high. But the hits on our website was like okay, you know, nothing amazing. Yeah. And on the same week later on, we had a, a, a an influencer that we found. She is a fifty-something-year-old lady, Weight Watchers, twelve wow. uh, no thousand followers, so nothing major. And um, but she lost. Three stone Yeah. in the last four or five years or something yeah. like that. And she kept it off. That lady, Yeah. yeah. that lady, sold us up, up, up an order every 10 minutes. Wow. So wow. my conclusion is why, why did that happen? And we, we, it took us a while to understand that. My conclusion is this lady, her followers follow her. She actually she takes very good pictures of food. You know, one of those people that have talent to take pictures, you know, good yeah. pictures of
0: food. Yeah.
1: But they follow her because she lost three stones. They follow yeah. her because she's real and because they follow her to see what she eats. That's why yeah. they follow her.
0: And to be yeah, to be inspired by her, yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wanna do what she did, you know,
1: I wanna see exactly the reason why they follow you is exactly because of the food, because of the conquer, because of everything she achieved. Yeah. Now, people follow a Love Islander. Because because they wanna follow the violence, because they want the
0: violence. <laughs> not because of the food, you know.
1: That's what I mean.
0: You know. Yeah. I think know, okay. people people really lose sight of that, don't they? As well. They yeah. see the numbers and think like, Oh my god, you know, we're gonna be able to retire tomorrow but as you say these these people particularly in the fitness industry there's a lot of these um like as you say slimming world or um weight watchers accounts or just just kind of like um people who like gym goers or hit people or you know that have these really really loyal followings yeah. that if they mention a product they're like i'm buying that you know she's lost 3 stone that's what i want to like, i'm buying that she's whatever you tell hit, me so yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> why not you know
1: So there you go. So uh, I think my, I mean, that's all. My our our conclusion was, uh, you know what, numbers are vanity. The quality of the following is the right thing to find it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Totally. Totally. Totally, and and I guess the advice is, as you say, you do have to be thick-skinned, don't you? And I think, you know, it's silly to kind of be fearful of the rejection or fearful of that kind of thing. It is. It's just a case of engaging, messaging, and seeing where the conversation goes, and not expecting everyone to say yes if you are just starting out. Yeah, of Make sure that it's a good fit. Of
1: course, and uh, and you know what? If you if you literally have like very very few followers on Instagram. I wouldn't even go for somebody that has 10,000 followers. Find somebody that has yes. two, five, three, yeah. you know, something yeah. like that. Because, uh, I mean, for us, we have now, we have, I think, 30 something, 32, 33,000 on Instagram followers. Mm. So yeah. if we're talking to anybody that has less followers than us, it's very easy to get them on on board. Yeah, But yeah. If, we, I mean, if I try to get an, an Insta, uh, uh, influencer today... I, I can get a, up to a hundred or something They will still answer because they see 32 for a food business. That's
0: that's, that's respectful. Oh, but if so, I yeah. try to
1: get somebody that has a million, they're not going to answer me,
0: you know? No. Oh, of course. Well, they will, but with a rate sheet. Yeah, We got that as well. <laughs> it's hysterical, yeah, <laughs> exactly. So how do how do you, um, just going back to something you touched on about being thick skin and stuff, how do you deal with the knocks? How do you deal with the, um, the rejection, I guess, or like negative comments, negative reviews online, because you're so, you're so online based. How have you, how have you cope with that? I know it's something people really struggle with, isn't it? It
1: is very difficult. It's very difficult. Um, the first times, the first ones, you get really affected. And after a while, it's just like, ah, oh, whatever. I mean, I think it's important yeah. to answer all of them and to take any yeah. kind of friction on board, definitely. Like uh, uh, we had a, uh, at a certain point some people saying um, a few months ago that people, somebody saying, your cakes are dry. I was like, well, oh, my cakes can be anything but dry. Yeah, it actually, too moist yeah. sometimes, you know, because like, it's protein. Yeah, has, I've it yeah. Yet, and then I, and then somebody yeah. else yeah. say it's dry. I say, hold on. Then yeah, we investigated. There was something wrong in the batch, but you know, and it is left to our quality control. It did happen. So I think the most important thing is say, yeah. look, I'm sorry, we made a mistake. We are sending you a replacement or something like that. But if people just come yeah. out and they say, oh, I don't like it, I'll say, well, I'm sorry to hear that, you know not for everyone yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's the first ones really affect you first time to get yeah. negative reviews uh, but it, you can't you can't focus on that you have to focus on the good ones and well if we you start to get a lot of negative ones and that's an issue because there is something wrong
0: <laughs> yeah exactly unless I guess unless you're in a highly competitive market, and that you know people do use underhand tactics, don't they? Trying to leave bad reviews for competitors. Yeah, and yeah, there like. was
1: also there. We identified a couple of times the competitors trying to do that, and they're like, oh, do it! really in their website as well." Say, "I'm not going to engage that, guys. Really, I mean, no, no. no. <laughs> I have better. I have no. more important things to do,
0: like try to save it to my exactly." Website. Yeah exactly what does that say about their business that's that's really yeah. bad karma doing that kind of thing I, th- I think yeah i agree we we've had the same we've had some similar issues and it's just um you just have to rise yeah. above it don't you I and think, kind of
1: yeah I mean, any criticism my advice would be any anything you have online is first of all you will happen i can already anticipate that to everybody you will happen to anyone uh yeah. the second <laughs> thing is just you know take it on board answer uh, make make a point of answering uh, every single email, every single review, every single uh, on Facebook, Google, because you have so many options to leave reviews nowadays. Website yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. And uh, make a, an open channel to your customers. We both, we put something on our website now that is brilliant. We put a WhatsApp button, so they can just click oh, there wow. and message us on WhatsApp. Uh, and it's uh, a it's still doable to answer because you don't get that many messages but you know but it's instead yeah. of somebody if somebody is really is truly a good customer and is truly unhappy with something you know they can just come online and talk to you right away and then you can sort it out yeah. instead of saying like for, i don't know yesterday we had somebody saying look my uh, i got a message from uh, royal mail saying my package was delivered and it wasn't I said, well, oh, okay, let me sort it out. So she got on WhatsApp. We sorted it out in two minutes,
0: you know, instead of yeah. like an email or yeah. a that's, And that goes such a long way to that that repeat customer rate and customer yeah. loyalty, doesn't it? I think people really miss out on, I speak to a lot of people who are uh, have that real fear about the comment. I speak to people who won't run ads because they're scared of the comments that they're going to get on them. And for me, that's such a great opportunity to... Um, you know, demonstrate your brilliant customer care, or how much you care about, you know, your product or the benefits of your product. If people are questioning yeah. it or knocking it, um, and I think so many people don't respond to the comments, and that has such a knock-on effect as well in terms of the algorithm. But yeah,
1: Yeah, you have you have to you have to answer. And uh, uh, the other thing is, once you start building a significant tribe, yeah. <laughs> something very, ha- very funny happened. Yeah. If somebody leaves you a bad comment in, a, in an ad or in yeah. something, somebody else comes to, 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 yeah. to on, your, on, your, yeah. on your help, you know, to help you. So we had, a, we had somebody uh, a couple of weeks ago that said, uh, that looked, that obviously saw the ad, uh, looked at it and then commented something like, oh, but they are not, like, with, like, oh, but they are not gluten-free. These cakes are not gluten-free and put, like, a very angry face. And somebody, somebody else came be- below this person and was like, well, don't buy it then. Like, <laughs> I mean, like
0: it, it's funny. You start your your to. What kind of person comments that? Like, just yeah, exactly. you with your yeah, life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it?
1: Uh, there is one, what I would advise, one page that I would advise people to go and check, ads and posts, which is brilliant answering their questions, is Hero. The QO team that answers the comments on their website is hysterical. They are so good and so funny. The comments are funny. They make, oh, my God, they're so good. (laughs) check them out check from the big boys you know like we usually do so
0: yeah Yeah, absolutely and they and that kind of thing can go viral as well can't it that sort of thing's great for marketing if someone spots a funny comment and you see it all the time from twitter don't you brilliant yeah um yeah great advice ella thank you so i guess moving on a tiny little bit from marketing but an issue that we see with people um running ads all the time is that they kind of get stale in their in their like product selection. So how important to you is like innovation and MPD in in your business in terms of developing new lines and that kind of thing? Uh, We used
1: to have uh, to make it a lot, when we had our own kitchen, Mm -hmm. we used to make all the cakes. Now we outsource the factory. We used to make a lot uh, of limited editions because we yeah. could because the kitchen was just you know accessible to change production whenever we wanted yeah they are quite expensive to to change product in terms of production uh costs etc but it was very important for us to build our following we did a limited edition per month and mm. there was a lot of uh, all the build up to the, we, we put the, the limited edition flavor to a vote so there was a lot of engagement to the website and i remember yeah, yeah, yeah. it so, was great the, yeah yeah so that was very important for us to grow and uh then after when it was launched we, we we it's the same logic of like I guess like X factor, like say I mean if you vote for somebody on X factor, if that person launches a, an album, you'll buy it because yeah, it, you like buy it, your, yeah of
0: course. You invest it's like you're winner, isn't it?
1: Yeah. So uh, yeah. yeah, so we, we we used to do that a lot, um, once a month. And the good thing is that from those all those flavors launched, we 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 found out testing those flavors which ones are are right now in our permanent line because the ones that sold the best are the ones mm. that stayed. You know, if they or some yeah. are seasonal, okay. you can really judge like that. Like for example, I don't know, a Christmas cake. You know, I mean, it's just it's just different, mm. but. uh We did it's not going to stay anyway because it's a seasonal thing, but uh, we did a lot of that, and that was very important for our growth. But we did uh, right now it's a bit harder because we are in our production is now in a large factory, so when it's so a bit different. We want to do it, but uh, we we already have something the pipeline to launch, but obviously, it won't be as much as in the past.
0: Yeah, you don't have that agility, I guess, when you were a co-packer, do you? and also, when you're in retail and looking at packaging and selling the new lines, in I guess it's a bit trickier, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
1: definitely.
0: Yeah, interesting. Okay. And so, what are your plans for the future? It's been a hell of a two years. What do the next two years well, look like? Well, I think um, we have a
1: we have well the two big launches coming up. Um, Co-op and Sensory's are coming up in the next next few yeah, months. Right. So right. we are completely engaged in that. Right. We want to. We want to like really make these listings happen and the, the objective of the company is to uh, grow on right now we are like I think last month uh, we are like when 80% of our sales are still online even though we are in retailers and okay. stuff we want to get that to mm. 50-50 50% online and 50% on retail because mm. uh, that that gives you a good safe net uh, so you're not dependable yeah. on any of those do. So we want to do that mm-hmm. and expand nationally uh, in those supermarkets and also in other kinds of uh, other channels. Uh, so you have, for example, you can sell on uh, on uh, trains or you can sell in, uh, I don't know, stores like, let's say, David Smith or Holland & Barrett, this kind of stores. They're not supermarkets, but they are yeah, you know, yeah. stores that can uh, spend this yeah. kind of stuff. We are also already selling in a uh, Five uh, large online stores internationally, like let's say international muscle food. Oh, so fantastic. we sell in Netherlands and Germany, and uh, yeah, oh, in the couple of stores there, a few stores each one. And so we want to grow internationally as well. Brexit allowing, let's see what's going to happen there. So
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 let's uh, let's wait and exactly. see what happens with that one. That's brilliant, Ella. I'm so excited to. To see what the ne- well, what the next year has in her, in store, you've you've just grown so quickly. It's an inspirational story, and I think you're so generous with your knowledge. I know you're always in my group, obviously in the food hub, and various other groups, like always sharing what you're doing, what's worked, and trying to help other people. Which I think is a sign of a, you know, a true entrepreneur, isn't it? That you want to help other people as well as. As well as obviously succeed yourself.
1: Uh, I think I think it's so. Uh, one of the things that I learned from the, from the from this journey is that um, if we all help each other, you know, you're not you're not like help. We're not competition. Yeah. You know, there is space for everyone. There is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yesterday I had a quick call yeah. with somebody that wants to do. Uh, that is wants that is launching a cake business itself, but it's not in the same space as mine. So, you know, and then she wanted no. to give a few tips of shipping and online and this and that. And I said, well, I'm so happy to help because you know what? If we share our knowledge, I'm sure we will end up, end up learning even more, you know? It, it's, and also, like, exactly. we can ask for people to share them with us as well. So it, it's an exchange yeah. of knowledge,
0: isn't it? It's so. It's, it's very generous of you. And not everyone thinks like that, unfortunately. Aww. So it's, uh, it's. Where can people find out more about you and buy your delicious cakes? so our website is uh, fitbakes.co.uk um
1: instagram is the same facebook is the same
0: is hang on is your instagram at fitbakes or at, fitbakes.uk? at fitbakes.co.uk yeah oh yeah. is it .co.uk yeah. uh okay. Yeah. okay and uh yes really so it's all wow. the same
1: handle so uh
0: yeah you can find us there Brilliant. I'll- I'll link to them all in the um, show notes as well so people can click through and and have a look and come and follow you. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, Ella. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today. Mm -hmm. And good luck with your journey. Stay in touch. I can't wait to hear what the next year has in store for you. Thank you. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, Ella. Wow. Thank you so much, Ella, for taking the time to speak to us today. Ella has got a fantastic story. Check out her website and you can read more about how she came over here from Brazil and realized that there wasn't the healthy alternatives that she was looking for when she wanted that sweet treat but didn't want all the sugar or the calories. So it's a great story, really, really great example of telling your personal story and and buying that customer loyalty. So check her out, follow the links to her Instagram, order some of her delicious cake. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. And taking her advice, really start to look at influencer marketing as a legitimate strategy for your business. Particularly if you're struggling to get your ads going, maybe sending that high intent traffic from influencers is going to be something that works much better for you and then retargeting that traffic with a, with a, um catalog ad or dynamic product ad something like that i hope you got something from the show thank you so much for joining me don't forget to subscribe leave a review if you enjoyed it i would really really appreciate it and i will speak to you next week